0: Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle. Episode 509 is a full episode interview with Fan Gear and GFE model founder, Mr. Danny Ferretti. Warning, this show is only for adults who like sex. sex. Does your dick hang
1: No. Does it dangle? Hello,
0: everybody, and welcome to episode 509 of Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle. Welcome to the Pervert Nation. I am your host, Dick Dangle, and I hope that this episode and message finds everybody doing well, living their best life, and having as much fun as they possibly can. With this episode, you get a full episode interview with the great, Danny Ferretti. He is the founder of FanGear and GFE Model. I was so excited to do this interview because I am a fan of the FanGear product. I have quite a lot of it, actually, through hearing models talk about the different products that they have their images on through FanGear, and I've picked up a number of them. I really like the coffee mugs and things like that. So to be able to meet the entire team, including Danny, at Exotica, New Jersey, and see what the business and booth was all about was great because they put out a fantastic quality product. I love their business model. I like how they conduct themselves. And I like what they are creating moving forward. We get into a lot of different conversations when it comes to what they've created, what they are going to create, what they hope to accomplish, and it makes me really excited for them moving forward. When it comes to interviewing someone that has such a rich history in business, but especially in adult business, there's a... Difficult line that I try to follow. Do I go towards the more business side of it so people have an understanding of what it's like to have a business in the adult community? Or do I go more towards the personal where we talk about interactions with adult performers and kind of the more fun side of it? And with this, we were actually able to do both. He's got a great personality, he's got a great sense of humor, and we cover a lot of topics that I think everyone in Pervert Nation is going to enjoy. While you listen to this episode, go to fangear.vip and you can check out the store for yourself, see the models that they have on their roster, see the products that they're putting out. I highly recommend Rack, a love story book. It is beautiful. You can also follow them on Twitter, which is fangearvip and fangear.vip on Instagram. Definitely check out their stuff and enjoy this interview with a brilliant businessman, and just a good human all around. I wish nothing but the best for him and his team. I know some great stuff is coming in the future. You're going to hear part of that in the interview. So please support this supporter of the adult industry. With that being said, please enjoy my interview with Danny Ferretti. Thank you so much for listening to this episode Please take care of yourselves and the people around you. Pay for your porn and support amazing content creators like you've heard over the years on this show, but also support the businesses that support the creators. Find something that feeds your soul and do it as often as you possibly can. And of course, dangle on. If you only know my guest is the man behind Fan Gear Merchandise, then you only know a small part of the story. He has been a businessman for over 25 years, helping people develop brands, merchandise, and businesses. His business savvy, ambition, and development led him to a well-deserved 2022 ExBiz Exec Award Progressive Leadership Award nomination. But it is with fan gear where his appreciation for talent and respect for fans is on full display, and I, for one, cannot wait to see what the future holds. Please welcome the handsome Danny Ferretti. How are you doing, sir? Well, damn, I sound pretty good. <laughs>
1: well, I wouldn't be interviewing you if you didn't sound that good. Let's be honest. Well, listen, I don't want to. I don't want to correct you right off the bat, but I oh. want to get something. Absolutely straight with you. Yes. X-Biz nominee 22 right. and 23 right. for Fan Year and a, uh, an award for this year for Web Services Company. Fantastic. So you make me sound great, but don't slight me in the awards. That's right. <laughs> well, I apologize, <laughs> dear Listen, sir. I'm, I'm doing great, and I really appreciate the invite to be on the show. Absolutely. I've been looking forward to it all day. Oh, fantastic. Likewise,
0: I've been over like the past two or three days – Literally just kind of like, where do I want this conversation to, to go? Do I want it to be more fun? Do I want it to be more business? So it's going to be a bit of a blend, but it's going to be kind of all over the place. So I need you to bear with me.
1: Oh, no, listen, I like the idea of it being fun. Good, good, good.
0: So, we'll we'll start with a couple things first. So, uh <laughs> I I deeply apologize for not naming all of the awards,
1: but what Oh are, no, what, I know. I'm I'm just, I I was just kidding. kidding with you. I know. Uh Well, no, I was serious about getting the uh, nomination. Right. Right. But I was right. I, but I'm just kidding about you leaving them off the introduction. Yes. What is it? it was like? also a Boy Scout award winner too, but that was oh, a year ooh, Yeah. Okay, so we'll what all back. what was that for? I think it was a I I think I got a Eagle award. And a a Bear Cub Award. It was a long time ago. Wow. Impressive. I was in the Boy Scouts
0: for three weeks.
1: (laughs) Were you really? Yeah. I I never made it to the Boy Scouts. I was a Cub Scout. Okay.
0: Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't my cup of tea. I'm not an outdoorsy kind of guy. But when it comes to the recent awards that you've been nominated for, what is it like to be not only nominated, but truly appreciated as someone that helps the community and is appreciated for the business and what they are doing for the community?
1: Well, listen, if nothing else, it's a great honor for somebody outside of our immediate group to say, look, this guy's doing stuff that helps everybody. I mean, I, I couldn't ask for anything better than that. Uh, so, I mean, it it, it comes with, uh, it's very humbling, yes. put it that way. I am sure. So
0: let me kind of start this by saying this part. Uh, I was first introduced to fan Gear products a little while back from post from people like KD uh, Sparks, cosplay, and Kendra Sunderland. So it is truly a pleasure to speak with the man behind some of my favorite collectibles in my uh, in my studio. As you can see, I got the cards. Right, right there. Oh, yeah, look at that. (laughs) So it was a pleasure to meet you finally in person and uh, your staff that was there at Exotica at the Fan Gear booth. You brought a great sample of products for fans to check out and to purchase. How was your New Jersey Exotica experience?
1: Oh, listen, it was great. Other than the fact that we were like near the main stage where the music was so loud. Yeah. Couldn't hear yourself think. But I mean, the traffic was uh, was great. The fans were, I mean, we had a a large flock of fans all three days. And, of course, we get a a, a fairly good amount of models coming by and performers coming by that don't know who we are to check out what we're doing. So, you know, all around, we we sold a lot of products. We signed up a lot of new models. So it was a success all the way around. Now, this next event in Washington, we're moving away from the main stage, and I think we're situated right across from the Loyal Fans uh, Center booth. So that's, and we also have a much bigger presence in Washington.
0: Oh, very nice! I will be very excited to see that. So, how long have you been uh, attending conventions in this form?
1: Well, we did the X3 show the last two years in in uh, in L.A. I wasn't there personally because you know I don't know if, if everybody knows this or not, but I'm kind of stuck in a wheelchair and tied to an oxygen thing, so I don't do a lot of traveling. But the event in New Jersey and the event in Washington is one that I can drive to every day. Mm-hmm. So I make both of those myself. So this is our fourth event in the last couple of years. We're anticipating sending some folks to the AVN show in January. Okay. And then the big announcement that I'll announce now okay. that nobody knows yet. Oh, my. Breaking we, are, we are actually contemplating moving fan gear and the home office to Vegas next summer. Holy smokes. Yeah, it's time.
0: Oh, so what is with that move? Because I know that, as many people know, the big adult hubs, L.A., Vegas, Miami. Yeah. But there's a fairly substantial amount of adult performers kind of in that New Jersey, New yeah. York
1: area. What is making that move? Well, it's, it's really a lot of different things, starting with health. Because I have lung issues, the air in Vegas, the desert air is much better for me. But if you look at the grand scope of things, our immediate access and the immediate access of performers and models to us is much better in Vegas than it is here. Mm. We we have a very uh, low number of our participating models that we actually get to meet. True. I mean, you know, we, we've met Kendra Sunderland and Leah Gotti and Sophie D, and a lot of them come through here. But unless they're coming here to be at a club or, or some other event, we don't get the opportunity. Mm. So it behooves us to be someplace where we're closer. Yeah, yeah. And then if you if you think about the business aspects of it, forty five to sixty percent of all of our shipping is West Coast, west of the Mississippi. Easy. Oh wow! So our shipping numbers, our shipping prices will go down if we ship from Vegas instead of shipping from Philadelphia, Mm -hmm. and that makes it better for everybody because our shipping savings we pass on to the customer. So that's, that's another one of the reasons why, plus so content. Once we're in Vegas, we can start shooting our own content, mm-hmm. which makes it much better for the models and the performers.
0: Yeah, for sure. Boy, I never even thought about that. I would imagine even in just kind of contemplating the move, your business
1: wheels start to spin oh, about yeah. what
0: you can accomplish.
1: Well, you know, we're doing the Coffee Table Book series right now. Right. We've got the first one out. We've got four more coming. And, and the thought of shooting that content ourselves in our own studio makes it so much easier and so much, believe it or not, quicker. Right. If, if for no other reason than for licensing issues. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, these are a lot of things that have gone into this. And, and I will tell you that I may be the face, which is scary, <laughs> the face of Gear, but this was my wife's idea. Oh, wow. Yeah, Rachel, Rachel has most of the bigger ideas. And I, I don't know if that's because she's smarter than I am, or because I have a fear of getting the shit beat out of me. That's right. Ooh, can I say that on the radio? That's right. <laughs> don't worry, I'll fix that in post. No, I'm okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> so, as I said in your introduction, you you are. A handsome man, handsome enough to oh, be, good God, yes. <laughs> to be, you're handsome enough to be a performer, but you are on the business side of the industry. When you do conventions and things like that, do you go to the after parties and stay out late, or do you reserve no. your
1: energy for the convention? No, or... no. Listen, let me be frank for a second. Okay, this is a very odd business, especially for male entrepreneurs, because these girls literally work their butts off this is a business to them. Unfortunately, there's a lot of guys in this business from photographers to marketing guys to guys like me that don't care about the business aspects of it. They have another ulterior motive. Yes, I'm not one of those guys, okay? I'm in my 60s. As I said, I'm tied to a wheelchair. I've got an oxygen tank that follows me around. I'm not trying to, to, to get a model into to the bedroom, okay? Yeah. I'm not that guy. And so I don't put myself in the position where a girl might think that that's my ulterior motive. Very nice. So as a result, I don't do the parties. I don't do the schmoozing or any of that. I'm business. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I, I like to say I'm one of the good guys. Our business is built on do what we say we're going to do. Don't miss payments. If you owe a model money on Tuesday, pay her on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And if you promise that you're going to do something, then do it. Mm-hmm. That, that's all we care about. Um, and we're a family business. It's myself. My wife is my partner. My son works for us. So, I mean, you know it's we just try to do the right thing, yeah, and the models that know us know that mm-hmm. and they and they will vouch for that from you know from metal doomsday yeah we we just don't get into the other stuff mm-hmm. yeah you're you're better off uh without the drama to- yeah, I mean li- well, listen, twenty years ago, I would have done all the parties, right, I was a different person twenty years ago and and look i'd like to I'd like to have my uh my health back. But, it, you know, you learn a lot. Mm. And, and I'm not one of these guys that go around feeling sorry for myself. You know, somebody asked me not too long ago what advice I have for younger people getting into the business. Mm. And it's not the advice you would think. My advice is stop smoking. Ah, okay. Because, look, I smoked for 40 years. Mm. This is where I am. This is what you get. You get what you pay for. Yeah. But, listen, I could read the warning on the cigarette pack. So I don't feel sorry for myself. I just, I keep plugging along. Yeah. And I'm glad you are, my friend.
0: So, oh, I am so, until I'm not. How's that? Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's kind of start way back. Where did your business acumen begin? Where did you start to develop what
1: has developed into what you have now? Probably Larry Flint. No kidding. Yeah, I, I was I was really, really young Really stupid. The internet was a baby. And I took a job as a graphics designer working for a company that was doing a bunch of work for the Hustler project. Okay. So, I mean, I got to meet Larry years and years ago. And I thought, this guy is a whole lot different than I ever thought he'd be. One of the smartest men I ever met in my life. And I took every word I ever heard him say and I put it to work. You have. Two
0: plus decades uh, working in both adult and ma- with adult and mainstream clients. And over the last few years, you work almost exclusively with the adult community. What made you decide to make that change? Oddly enough,
1: I don't look at it like I work with the adult community at all. Okay. I work with a lot of adult performers, but my business, Fan Gear, is completely mainstream. Mm. You will not find any nudity on Fan Gear whatsoever. Now, our coffee table book, the one that's out now, mm-hmm. has topless photos. But it's more art than it is. It's not porn at all. Mm-hmm. So when somebody says I'm in the adult business, I say, No, I'm not. My models are in the adult business. Mm-hmm. But but that doesn't put us. I could advertise finger on TV. As a matter of fact, we're gonna be advertising on Hulu this year. Oh, nice. But we don't we don't pigeon ourselves as being an adult company. Mm-hmm. We service the adult community. We're proud of that, that, of that. Mingling of of adult performers with our business, but we're not adults. Mm. Hell, we're barely grown up.
0: Right. <laughs> with the vast majority of your products, it is non-nude. Yeah. What made you have that decision when it comes to working with people in the adult community? I mean, I I love it to be honest, but I would imagine it also helps with advertising with reach. But For sure. Like how much really went into thinking about putting out products that was mainly
1: non-nude? 150% of it was that. We, we started out, I'll give you a quick history. We started out with another guy. He and I were partners. And we did calendars for the first year. And it was really his thing. But there was a lot of money lost because we, we just didn't know how to do it. He didn't know how, and I didn't know how. And at the end of that first year, I said, look, this isn't working for any of us. Let me take it over, buy you out, Whatever. So we split and we're still, we're still good friends. Uh, as a matter of fa- fact, his wife is one of my biggest models. Oh, wow. And I, I'm not going to name names, but anyway, so Rachel and I sat down, my wife, and we thought, how do we do this without killing ourselves and without losing a bunch of money? And so we made a decision that our calendars could have nudity, tasteful nudity on the inside, but the covers could not be nude because once the covers had nudity, we couldn't use PayPal as a processor. Right. We couldn't advertise on Instagram or anywhere else that was mainstream. Mm-hmm. So that was the decision on the calendars. Then we determined that in February, calendar sales went to nothing. Everything dropped because nobody buys calendars, you know, after the end of February. Right. So we thought, what, what do we do? That's where Fan Gear came from. That's where the products came from. And so it's always been a non-nude platform specifically because of payment processing and marketing and it just worked
0: yeah it's funny you say that um i do interviews out of a gentleman's club in pittsburgh and when a performer has their own calendars or they go through you know a secondary company they will say to a person that the non-nudes outsell the nudes absolutely 8 to 9 to 1 it is unbelievable so it makes a lot of sense
1: to really just play to what the market wants well listen you've said this a couple of times now making me feel as old as dirt but i've been doing this for a couple of decades but well, one thing i can tell you that how this industry's changed 15 years ago it was all about the visual i want to log on and i want to see two people going at it mm-hmm. or more now it's about the imagination I don't need to see it but I want to think it and so nowadays it's the fantasy not the visual so the non-nude really does play a bigger role let me let me see something sheer and let me imagine how it's going to be when we take it off okay it, it just makes it, it it makes it that much sweeter and 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 also I'm sorry I know I'm cutting you off because no, no, I no, talk no. a lot You're good. but it's also about now the one-on-one relationship between the fan and the model. That's why OnlyFans is so big. I don't want to see my favorite model doing somebody else. Right. I want to think about her doing me. Yeah. And, and that's that's where the connection is now.
0: It's like a throwback almost. It's all, it is. Because I've always, I've said it for years on this show, I appreciate the art of the tease, almost a very burlesque style. So when I see models that it's either implied nudity or it's just tasteful nudity. It makes a lot more sense that that would sell. Well, I'm going to
1: go, you one better go back two years and look at Pornhub or whatever your favorite site is. Tell me you look at 10 videos or 15. Tell me how many girls have pubic hair. Now go look at the ones today. Hmm. Everything is a throwback brother. Yeah. Yeah. It's always, everything.
0: It, it always cycles back. Cycles back. Yeah. So in saying all this, you know when it comes to business people they are always looking to fill a gap in a marketplace and was that basically how fan gear got made because there were companies that would kind of do it but they definitely didn't do it on on the scale and the
1: quality that you do i i have to i have to think that maybe i differ in your thinking there there were really no companies doing this specifically for the clientele that we're doing it for I mean, you had your print on demand companies. You know, you've had VistaPrint and Printful and Printify and and some of these others. And they were, they were, you know, they were printing for everybody, but nobody targeted the genre that we're targeting. So I like to think that we were the first that that really went after that market. Now there's a few that have cropped up since then, but none of them can match our pricing. And I'm not sure why, because it's not difficult to figure out what we're doing. They just haven't done it. Everybody's looking to make a killing. Right. And you can't be greedy. Uh, you know, people might think that Fangir makes a fortune, but we don't. We have a huge cash flow because we you know a lot of customers and a lot of models and all that, but we're not making that much per product. The models are making the money, but that's what it's all about.
0: Yeah, that that makes me feel so good to hear you say that, because if there's one thing that just you know, I'm on the periphery of the adult community, even though I've been friends with many sure. people in it, and When I see some businesses model where it is that, all right, we're going to try and make so much money and and they're not playing the long game. And that's such bad business. It never works.
1: I have a model, not going to name any names, Mm -hmm. been with us for a couple of years and we sell her t-shirts for, I think, 2295, maybe a little bit less. Mm -hmm. She went out and got talking to doing some merch with a different company, still using us and they're selling her t-shirts, same quality, same kind of shirts, 49 bucks. Oh, and I'm thinking, what the hell are you doing? Right. So Exotic in New Jersey comes around. And I get a call. Can you make me some merch from my booth? And I'm thinking, wait a minute. This doesn't make any damn sense. you got your own merch company. What the hell you want me to mer- make merch for? But I said, okay, sure. So we, we go by her booth in Jersey. And there she's got a couple of her T-shirts from her other company. Up, She's selling our merch at her booth. But what does that tell you? Right. They're looking for the profit for the money from the other company, but they're buying our merch because it's a better buy for them. Right. But their customers aren't getting any better quality spending $20 more for a shirt. Yeah. And I've got other girls doing the same thing with calendars, trying to get calendars elsewhere. And yeah, you can get calendars printed from other people. Mm. You can't get ours.
0: Right. Yeah. Your, your merch, like I said, I I really, especially when it comes to like the books and the calendars and stuff, which we'll get into some of this is great quality.
1: But listen, nobody will ever say that Danny Ferretti doesn't have a nice ego because he does. (laughs) But the one thing I will say is this, I will put our merch up against anybody else's product any day of the week Mm. for quality and price, because that's what we're proud of. I mean, I am really proud of our, of our merchandise, especially our calendars.
0: Yeah. Oh, for sure. So when you first started, did you go and approach models or did you find a place in the market where you let them approach you because building that reputation in adult is very difficult to be honest. You know, you have the people, as we talked about, you know, the sweet talk and ne'er do wells that overpromise and under deliver if they deliver at all. So how did you start that dialogue with people in the adult industry?
1: Well, I'm a firm believer in giving credit where credit's due. So I will say this. I didn't approach them at all. My ex-partner, who I told you about, he originally had the first group of models for the calendars. So I was kind of grandfathered into the deal. And then on year two, when I when I took over, I went back to those models and said, look, I'm doing this alone now. I want to make up any shortfall so that we can work together and show you that you can actually make money with the calendars, so that was easy, but it wasn't all my doing. I, I won't take that credit. So a couple of a couple of those models, Nikki Benz, Sophie D, um, you know, they came on and said, "Okay, we'll try it and see." And here I am.
0: You have roughly about 150 models and companies in your product line. You- one ninety. That's not short. Oh, that's sorry, not short. What we're doing? I was <laughs> counting. I was counting on the webs the fan gear website. So I, I definitely can't do math. You could tell them from Western Pennsylvania. No,
1: our, our site's the last one that ever gets updated. Unfortunately. Okay.
0: <laughs> so, do you put a limit on how many models you'll carry, or is no. it
1: okay? Our system is open to every model and every performer. That shows any inkling of being able to promote what we're doing. So if you have nine million followers, you're on. If you have 900 followers, you're on. We don't discriminate from the number of followers, how big you are, what your race is, what your, you know, what your target market is, whether you're looking at, you know, bar stool uh, fans or whether you're looking for hardcore porn. We don't care. We are non exclusive and non selective in, in who we put on our system. I had one girl recently that had Mm -hmm. her link was going directly to a legal brothel in LA Vegas. And we don't care. What we do care about is our advertisers and our subscribers looking at a link to a legal brothel. That just doesn't sit really well with the mainstream advertisers. Okay. So I said, look, we'd love to have you. You just got to change your link. Mm -hmm. Otherwise we can't do it. That's the first, the first girl in four years that I've had to turn away. Oh, wow. It hurt. It really, it really does. Yeah. Cause we don't want to be selective like that. Right. But I can see your line of thinking with that. Well, when the payment processor says, wait a minute, what are you doing? Right. I can't, I can't sacrifice everything for one model. It just doesn't, it doesn't watch for the other 189 models. Right. Yeah. So, so hopefully she'll change her link and we'll dance. Yeah.
0: Your favorite saying is people can't buy what they can't find.
1: Well, you have read my stuff. Thank you. <laughs> I'm
0: impressed. I've only made eight mistakes
1: so far, but I, I remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> You've made no mistakes, Mr. Dangle. None. Okay, listen. I got to call you Dick because Mr. Dangle doesn't work for me. Okay, that is you. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, that is that is my number one the, the number one thing I say. Yeah. You can't buy what you can't find.
0: With so many people in adult work, uh, following the industry can be overwhelming at times especially as a fan how do you get your items in front of as many people as possible without flooding advertising avenues or is it even possible to be too visible like how do you handle I I would imagine it's kind of a fine line on how much you try to advertise
1: Well we do spend dollars advertising but our business model is unique to a point to where When a model comes into our system, and I use the term model, you know, figuratively, model, performer, adult, film star, whatever, but I call them models in general. When a model comes into our system, one of the biggest things that we have going for us is that they promote their own products. Mm. So Kendra Sunderland, for example, uh, will absolutely advertise her calendar to the nth degree. Mm -hmm. That just drives traffic to our site. So in that regard, we don't have to advertise that calendar. She does it. She drives the traffic. But all the models do that. Mm-hmm. And and models say to me all the time, Well, my product's not selling. Well, yeah, because you never post anything about it. Right. <laughs> Why be on the system if you're not going to advertise it? Mm-hmm. I've got I literally have models that have been on the system for two, three years that have sold one keychain. And then they complain that they're not selling anything. Well, darling, people can't buy what they can't find. Right. They're not looking at the Fangir Instagram page to find your name because they don't know any better. You have to go out there and say, "Hey, I've got products on Fan Gear." Mm. It's that simple. Yeah. So I mean, you know, it's like the it's... the pot calling the kettle black. Right. You can't buy what you can't find. Yeah. Now, when it comes
0: to the models, how often do you change the photography on their products? Is it just as they ask and give you new
1: photos? They have, they have to send us new photos. Okay. Send us new photos. We'll update your products. Mm. I, I I just. I don't have the income to have the manpower to go out and wrangle models all day long. Yeah. It's just, it's just a daunting task. Mm. I mean, there, there are, there are those models that are extremely active mm. and then there are models that are extremely not active. Where do you think we're going to go? I mean, you know, it's just, it just makes sense. You know, we talked to Kaylee Gunner three times a week. Oh, I like but she's extremely, oh, she's a doll, yeah. uh, but she's extremely active. Kendra is the same way. Yeah. Leah Gotti has now jumped into our fold. We talk to Leah all the time. Mm. You know, she was just here not too long ago, about like two weeks before the uh, exotic event. And it's the first time we met her. She's adorable. Yeah. And it's like, I'll do anything in the world for her. Mm. And I told her that I said, Leah, I'll do anything in the world for you. So the first thing she asked me, can you send me a million (laughs) dollars? And that's a true story.
0: (laughs) I had to say no. Oh, it breaks your heart to say no. I would have wrote her a check, but I couldn't find a damn checkbook. That's right. I would have to write her too, because the first one yeah. wasn't any good.
1: That's right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we're there. There are several models that we're very close to. Um, there are models that we reach out to consistently that we barely get a response from. That we think will do really well, and there and there are some girls that are just ungodly busy. I mean, you these girls work themselves to a frenzy, and you know, uh, it's hard. When it comes to the
0: products that you put images on, how do you choose what to do and what not to do? Because I'm sure it becomes difficult to rein in the possibilities and ideas sometimes. Like, to hell with what everyone's saying. I want their images on a fidget spinner. You know, like how do yeah. you kind of put a a
1: line in the I sand? Get, I get beat up all the time by this question because, you know, I'm the face of the company. I do all the sales. But Rachel does all of the product manufacturing. Okay. She handles actually manufacturing the products that people buy. And I get it all the time. Dummy, moron, why are you putting that image out there? It doesn't go on that product because it won't fit right. Okay. Well, okay. I mean, it happens. But when so when a, when a customer comes to Fangio and they pick out, say, a phone case, they can pick out an iPhone 13 case, but they've got a choice of six to 15 images that they can select to put on that case. Sometimes they don't work as well as they should. the The biggest issue product is the coffee mugs because there's got to be a certain kind of a picture to go correctly on a coffee mug, right? So I I get that that beating at least once a week. Um, But hey, I don't know any better because I'm just a guy.
0: (laughs) I love the fact that you are not only putting out an excellent product, but you are doing it with physical media as we mentioned uh it's a bit of a throwback that i enjoy because it really takes me back to a younger me but i still enjoy it now you know the books calendars posters Sure. some people say this style of media is dead some people say the comeback has already started but what made you
1: choose to put out these products nobody else was doing it i saw an opening in the market. And I don't produce digital content. I'm not a photographer. I don't shoot video. So what else is there? Reselling somebody's photos wasn't part of the equation for us. So we we thought, and this is why we jumped into the calendar business with with my ex-partner. It's like, nobody's doing this. If we do it right, we could literally corner the market. We did it wrong. We stopped in our tracks and fixed what was wrong with it. And now we're doing it. I think we're doing it right. Yeah. Our biggest issue these days is shipping. Because once the product leaves our facility and gets into the shipping system, it's out of our hands. We have no control anymore. And if you know me at all, you'll know, yes, I'm a control freak. I readily admit that I'm a control freak. And giving control to the U.S. Postal Service scares the living hell out of me.
0: Yeah.
1: I can screw things up all by myself, Dick. I don't need any help. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I
0: recently at a concert, I ordered a signed poster from a band, and yeah. it was going to wait till after the tour to be sent out. And I get it, and it's a poster tube, literally bent in a ninety degree angle. Yeah, it's like oh, fant I just spent all this money for something I
1: can't even display. So I feel yeah well on that one. One of our one of our models is Mandy Sachs, um, former w, uh, wrestler. And and we sent her a couple of weeks ago a box of her calendars because the calendars are all shipped to us because we, we fulfill them here. And a copy of several of our magazines and a copy of the Rack Book. We sent them out UPS, three-day service. And I asked her, and I said, did you get your box? She said, no. So we get a letter today from UPS saying the box was damaged. Uh it was opened and emptied, so they destroyed it. <laughs> oh, but wait wait. <laughs> everything everything we send out is insured. Okay. UPS tells us in this really nice formal letter, since the package was packaged improperly, we can't honor the insurance. I'm thinking, wait a minute. And and Rachel was in here screaming at me. She said, We, we I package every one of these up exactly the same. How is this one improperly unpackaged so that every other one is fine? So now I'm fighting with UPS over this package wow. because it, it's not about the money. Right. It's first off, the Mandy Sachs calendars are virtually sold out. I mean, this girl has sold a lot of calendars. Wow. We almost don't have anymore. We got a big announcement coming about that too. But so we we lose the calendars, we lose the rack book, which there's only a limited supply of those. Mm-hmm. And of course, the magazines, right. we lose all the products. So now I have to eat the product on top of the shipping cost. And this happens every freaking day. It's usually the USPS that screws things up. Mm. And they're, yeah. (laughs) But such is life, man. I mean, that's the worst part of it is the shipping headaches. So
0: let's actually get into some of this media, print media that uh, you've been doing. So as you mentioned, rack. A Love Story Uh, is a coffee table book, and it's got a great selection of models. And it's, as we mentioned, one of the few items that you have that has nudity in it. And I'm actually, it's so nice, I'm debating with myself on whether it's too nice to have performers signed, so I may have to get another one. But uh, what was your motivation for not only putting this book together, but also create a series of coffee table books that will be coming out in the future? It seems very
1: ambitious, but I love it. Super ambitious. I got, again, beat up over it um, by the wife. Not because of the nudity, just by the, the the sheer cost and the magnitude of what we're doing. But I'll tell you this: the motivation was simple. Again, calendars stop selling after February, mm-hmm. so my thought was fan gear and and Fangear does pretty well throughout the year, but it's not the home run that the calendars are, obviously. So I thought, what could we do to boost those off market or off season sales? And I thought about the coffee table books, and I thought, wow, this is a pretty good idea. Mm-hmm. I ended that sentence with the word dummy because I knew what was coming. So the object was to put rack out at the end of January, but I, I got excited about it and I thought, you know what? This book looks pretty good. I want to see if we can jumpstart things, put it out before the holidays so that the next, the next ones have got some kind of a prebuilt audience. And so the, the five books are rack. The next one is cheeks, which is, you know, butt shots, right? And then we're doing a book called Feet, uh, which I've got a great partner involved in that book. And I'll tell you about that in a minute. And then we're doing pets. We're doing mutts and purr, dogs and cats with their owners. Love it. And the the last one, actually there's six. The last one is the cosplay book, which we're going to put out for Comic-Con, which is all the adult models and and all of our Instagram models in their cosplay outfits. That one will contain some nudity, uh, but it, it, it promised to be a pretty big book. So the the motivation was the off season sales, but then it morphed into something much bigger, and the rack book came together so nicely. I was I was so so happy with the outcome that we put it out there, and it's gee, we're in the second printing already. Wow. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's that's fantastic. I love it because it is such. As we will get into with Influencer Magazine, it's such a throwback sure. to when I was younger and I would flip through either magazines or yeah. adult coffee table books and things like that. I, I, and I, and
1: I you've seen it. it, so you know it's not porn.
0: No. No, it is not.
1: It's topless. But it's not porn. Yeah. I mean, these girls are classy. Mm. Yeah,
0: I, I wish I photographed that well.
1: Oh, you and me both. That's right. <laughs>
0: So with Influencer Magazine, you highlight the models on your roster in different ways, either through pictorials, uh, articles on food and pets and fun topics. What would you like to see this magazine develop into?
1: Well, let me say this first. They're not just models on our platform. There's several models that we feature that are not fan-gear models. A model does not have to be a fan-gear model to be in the Influencer Magazine. That was one of the, the 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 precursor ideas I had was I want this open to every model that has any kind of social media footprint that they could be in the floor at no charge. I mean, we're not like some of these magazines that charge you for the cover or charge you to be. We are we models don't pay us to be in the magazine, and you know, like this this past issue, we we highlighted musicians to be thankful for, mm. and, and so you don't have to be a fan gear model or on the fan gear platform to be in the magazine. Leah Savino, who was in the last issue, is not a fan gear model. Okay, um, And there's a few of them. Hollywood Britney not a fan gear model. So, I mean, that's that part of it. But what we want to do with the Influencer Magazine is simply what we're doing. We just want to put out a, a, a good product that people can read. You can read it for free. You don't have to buy it. It's completely free. And, and you can learn something about these performers and these models that you didn't know. I'll give you a perfect example. The December issue, which is coming out December first, has Ava Adams on the cover, and there's a thousand word article about Ava Adams. Do you know my, how much of that is about her career in the adult business? Probably next one paragraph. Course, yeah. <laughs> That's it, because she's she is so much more than an adult performer. Mm-hmm. And the and, you know, same thing with with Holly Treats, who was on our last cover, uh, and, and most of the models in in the magazine. They they, they may have a a footprint in the adult world, but they're not just adult performers. They're people, they're entrepreneurs, and they are business people. And so there's a wealth of information and a wealth of knowledge that people don't know about them. And that's what we're trying to do. We're we're humanizing the the adult performer and and the model universe as a a whole. I, I have models tell me all the time, well, people don't respect us. They don't think we work because we're models. Let me tell you something. These girls work harder than most people.
0: Yeah.
1: And I I can tell you I know a lot of them. And I will vouch for that hard work. Don't get me wrong. There are some girls out there that don't work a bit. Right. (laughs) But in this life, you get what you pay for. Right. Yeah, exactly. Now, as a business,
0: I answered any of your questions directly yet. Oh, absolutely not. No. Okay. (laughs)
1: I've been known to ramble a wee bit. I, that's what makes you a great podcast guest. Listen, I'd be a great politician too. <laughs> right, no, nah, I'm not even
0: going to get into that. That'll be for the next, <laughs> that's the next interview. So the term influencer is thrown around rather liberally o- over the last few years. In your no. opinion, as a businessman, has what makes
1: an influencer changed, especially in the adult industry? I don't know if I can answer that. I mean, I can only tell you what it is in my mind, and that is anybody who has a a platform to share their opinion and have people follow that opinion is an influencer. Yeah. Now, there are different scales of influencer. I mean, you've got the, 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 the influencer that's got 5,000 followers, and you've got the influencer that's got 9 million followers. Mm. Which one is better? Well, therein lies the, the funny part of this. An influencer with 5,000 followers that has 4,000 people actually interacting with him is an excellent thing. An influencer with 9 million followers that has 4,000 followers interacting with him, that's so much. Yeah. And you get those. Mm-hmm. They're out there. And then you have to look at the other, the dark side of the influence game. How many of those influencers are real? How many are bots? How many are paid for? Right. And who the hell knows? And so that that's the uh, that's the downside of it. Yeah. You
0: also released fan gear trading cards. See series one and two so far. Now this plays to my young baseball and hockey yeah. collector in me. So, what made you decide to release those? Because that is such a unique thing to release, especially now.
1: I was sitting talking to my son, um, who came to work for us. Last year, when I got really, really sick, he came to help and never left. Not sure if that's good or bad. But we were talking about we were talking about products, and I I, I said something about baseball cards, and he started talking about trading cards and what's coming—the Fan Gear board game. So I thought about. It, I thought, you know what? This is pretty interesting. So we 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 noodled on it for a while. Noodle's a word for old people, just so you know. We thought about it for a while. Yeah, I know you know what Noodle yeah. meant, but a lot of your listening won't know. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, they'll, they'll take it to the other side. But we we thought about it for a while. And I thought, you know what? Let's develop a set of trading cards. And that morphed into a set two. Now we're doing set three and four, which should be out in the next couple of weeks. Nice. And they caught on. I mean, yeah. And and then we morphed that into the AI dating cards, which was a partnership with Dream Girl, uh Dreamgirlfriend.ai, which is a a virtual, you know, a clone site. That uh, went over really well with our customers, but not over so well with our models. Models don't want to compete with the AI girlfriends. Okay. A yeah, different, different, whole different mindset. I didn't think about that, but I say I don't think everything. Um, but the trading cards were really fun. Um, the models seem to love them. They're not expensive at all. And when we get to set 10, we're going to release a board game where you can use your trading, because the trading, unlike baseball cards, the trading cards are all unique. In other words, if you buy set one, you won't get the same models in set two. You'll get all different models. And so, after September, we're going to release the Fan Gear board game, where you can—it's a virtual game where you can use your trading cards to move on the board.
0: That is so cool.
1: <laughs> and then you're going to, and you'll win cash and prizes as you as you you know complete the complete the game. Yeah, it's, it's kind of neat. It's ambitious. Oh,
0: that that is. You're blowing my mind right now. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, a lot of things in the hopper. Yeah, no kidding. Now, when it comes to smaller collectibles like the cards, a lot of fans like autographs and they like, you know, like when it comes to sports cards, they'll put little pieces of uniforms or things like yeah. that in it. And I've seen companies and adult do like kiss prints and stuff like that. Have you ever yeah. thought of kind of entering that realm as well?
1: Yeah. So in the beginning, we dabbled with selling some worn clothing uh, and, and things like that, used panties and that kind of stuff. And from from where I sit, it was just too much of a of a wrangle deal to get these models to send their stuff in. They had to be sealed the perfect way. And so a company came along called Fans Utopia. Yeah. And we talked and I love what they're doing and they do it well. And we just kind of agreed not to step on each other's toes. So we didn't, you know, look, look, there's enough business out there for everybody. And I don't have any problem with somebody else coming in because a lot of our models are on Utopia, And I think that's great. They're making money. And as long as as they're happy and the business is good, that's perfect. For us, one, we don't have the warehouse space to house all of that stuff. And I don't want I don't want to be talking to clients or buyers about they got their Kaley Gunner panties and they're unhappy or whatever. Um, it, it's just too much. We we want to stay in where our wheelhouse is, which is in the in the manufactured products. Leave the other stuff to everybody else. As far as signatures are concerned, we offer authentic signature stamps on a lot of our products. Oh, okay. And before anybody gets confused. A model doesn't come here and sign calendars. We we create a stamp from the model signature. It's authorized and we stamp the product. Okay. We don't want people to get the impression they're getting the model assignment. We can't send the calendar to the model, have her send it back and then ship it out. Right. They'll spend $900 in shipping for a $30 calendar. Right. <laughs> so no, we we used to do that. Yeah. But when you're doing 40 or 50 model calendars, you can't do it. It's just an impossibility. So events like Exotica and ADN and X3 gives clients or buyers a chance to meet their models and get their calendar signed in person. If you want to do that, that's perfectly fine and nine times out of ten, the model will sign it for free. Now we still get a a I would say sixty percent of our customers purchase the signature stamp, but at least we're upfront and let them know what they're getting transparency you know if you're honest with your buyers you're honest with your models and you have no problems yeah but let's let's tell the usps that though oh yeah <laughs> so
0: we've talked a lot of, a lot of business here what oh boy what, what <laughs> does danny freddy do with his off time now we have to <laughs> we have to uh speed this up not not a lot but maybe a little bit because you are gonna watch a football oh, game oh yeah uh,
1: but my off time listen i'm a diehard philadelphia phillies fan okay everybody knows if the phillies are playing i'm not working that's right <laughs> and if you know listen i'm serious if you call me during a phillies game either somebody should be dying in jail or your website must be down because I'm going to charge you triple. Um, So yeah, I'm a diehard Phillies fan. I'm a diehard Eagles fan. Okay. So my off time is spent catching up on sleep, which I can never do. And usually watching sports. We do have a rule in my house every night at 10 o'clock Rachel and I stop working and we spend two hours watching TV together, no matter what, that's our thing. And, and nothing infringes on that. I like that. Including oh. sports. Mm. So tonight at 10 o'clock, the Eagles will be on for two hours. They'll be maybe into the third quarter. The game goes off. Oh, wow. Same thing when the Phillies play on the West coast, mm. 10 o'clock, the game goes off. It's TV time. That's our, that's our time. So that's what we do. Oh, that That's amazing. As long as, as long as I'm, you know, not sick, you know, unfortunately with the, with the lung disease and all this other stuff, I spend a lot of time not, feeling exactly great i don't complain i plug through it i work if i can work but you know it's funny because you're not quite there yet but at my age i'm up at 5 30 in the morning but i still work west coast hours so my my day doesn't really start till around noon one o'clock right but between the time i get up and one o'clock i gotta take a nap right because i'm just i'm like a zombie which listen if you think talking to me live is funny should talk to me when i'm a zombie That's right. <laughs> i
0: can't well first we'll we'll get back to uh the philadelphia eagles cuz i want to ask you what having a real quarterback is like but i can't imagine having a partner like you have that you work well with and is tr- like not only a business partner but is that relationship marriage partner it is something to reach for in my life. I, I can't imagine how you feel being able to work side by side with someone that gets you, but also you have a shared
1: vision. Well, Rachel's not in the room, so I'll, I'll say this. Okay. I've been married more than once. Okay, I've been married more than twice. Mm. I'm not going to tell you how many times, but um, I would not be here without Rachel. Mm. She has gone over and above she she takes care of the business, but more than that, she takes care of me. And you have no idea what a hassle it is to take care of me, because I have a hard time getting up and walking across the room. Mm. You know, I'm out of breath. I mean, you you met me at Exotic. You know, I'm in a chair. I, I couldn't get up to meet you because yeah. um, it's, it's a debilitating disease. When you can't breathe, it's a little bit of a problem. Yeah. So just getting up and walking to the sofa, you know, I can do it. But when I get there, I'm pretty much zapped. So she makes my food, she brings me my food, she brings me my coffee, you know, she brings me my clothes. I mean, she does everything for me, and I couldn't do that without her. And, you know, I would never ask her to do that, she just does it, because she's that kind of a person. And the same thing with the business. I mean, she lets me handle pretty much everything, but when I'm in the hospital or I'm out for whatever, she takes it on like a trooper. I mean, she really does. So... I wish everybody male or female could find a partner like that, but they are few and far between. Yes. Yes, they are. They are really. Yeah. And you, and you met Rachel, right? When yes. you were at Exotica, Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful woman for sure. And she doesn't take crap from anybody, including me. <laughs> and that's why yeah, it works so well. She's Very, very strong, very strong woman. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So let's get back to sports. Um, Pirates, oh Pirates have it won since the Eisenhower administration. It's cyclical.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: you're very kind.
1: <laughs> uh, the, the Phillies won. The Phillies won twenty
0: five years without winning anything. Uh, so what? The Pirates' last World Series was seventy nine. Willie Stargell. Yeah. The We Are Family group. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been a little bit more than that.
1: <laughs> well, you know. It's cyclical. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it'll, it'll, it'll come around. It always does. Oh, let's hope. I mean, you look, you look at a team like the Angels. Oh, look at this! They had Mike Trout. They had Otani. They couldn't win. Yeah, they just they couldn't find their ass with both hands down the back of their pants. That's right. <laughs> and you know what's going to happen? They're going to lose both those players, and they're going to wind up winning. Oh, you're not wrong. Yeah, no, because they put all their resources into two guys, and two guys can't win a baseball team. Right. It just can't happen. And and that was the same problem with the Phillies for years. They put all their money in a couple of guys, and then they got smart. And, you know, Dombrowski is the – I mean, he's a genius. The way he manipulated these contracts. So, I mean, look, the Pirates will come around. They will. They just got to figure it out.
0: I hope so. It brings a tear to my eye just to think about it. (laughs) You go, boy. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay for men to cry over sports. That's right. And uh, so what is it like to have a football team with a real quarterback?
1: We don't have a real quarterback. We have a running back to plays quarterback. Oh, okay. So when I look at it, he's pretty good. And, but here's the problem. He gets hurt. It's over. Oh, that's true. You know, when Carson Wentz got hurt, we had Nick Foles. That's right. And nobody knew we had Nick Foles. Right. Because up until that point, Nick Foles didn't even know he was Nick Foles. Right. But but you look at Jalen Hurts. Who's behind him? I don't even know exactly yeah, right. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a hint his name is Marcus Mariota oh yeah the old Titans quarterback yeah but now he plays for the Pittsburgh Pirates yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's where we are Yeah. got all these great weapons until but I, but I think every team is like that mm. look at the Jets all boasting Aaron Rodgers right three minutes into the season he's done I, oh, it happens.
0: I can't even imagine what those fans felt like.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well wow. They've got they've got on those shoes and the toilet just overflowed. <laughs> right. That's what they felt like.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna use that, by the way.
1: Yeah, there you go. There you go.
0: Oh my goodness. So you have told us a lot about what is coming up you know you're going to do uh, a couple more conventions you got some very cool products coming out be it uh, a board game more cards more books but do you have any other things that you are getting into in the future that you can let the fans know be it uh, what conventions you're going to be at in 2024 any uh, interesting projects that you're getting into what can you make the fans salivate for
1: well for me It's hard for me to predict convention appearances because the health thing makes a difference on what we can do. Uh, As far as projects are concerned, we're looking at doing a couple of specific Valentine's projects. Uh, One specific for Mandy Sachs, which would be a Valentine-based coffee table book. Um, We're we're talking with Mandy about that now, which really ought to be a, a huge project. Uh, obviously, we've got the other coffee table books in our series coming up, which are extremely time consuming to put together. Yeah, more more trading cards. As far as other products are concerned, we're looking at a few things, but nothing that I'm really ready to announce yet. I don't I don't want to announce something that's not going to happen. Yeah, because that's just bluster, and we don't want to be blustery. Yeah, we want to be factual. Right. I I can say we have a few more calendars coming out before the end of the year. Nice. Um, I think the Colleen Shannon. Calendar just came out. Okay. The Leah Michelle calendar just came out. There's a Sophie D calendar coming next week. Nice, and a second Mandy Sachs calendar coming out. Oh, a special, okay. a special, very limited edition because our first calendar sold out. So it's a special limited edition lingerie calendar uh, that people are going to be blown away by. I can promise you. Oh, nice.
0: I know that every single listener is going to go to your websites and follow all your accounts because truly you're a breath of fresh air in the industry that I have met. I love the way you do business. I love the way that you handle yourself. I love the products that you make and more people need to know about what you are currently doing and what you are trying to accomplish.
1: If this was visual, I'd, people would see I'm blushing right now.
0: <laughs> and if there's anything uh, a chubby ginger from Pittsburgh can do to help out, uh, you let me know. I'll have you on. You know, in 2024 for sure, we'll have some more fun discussions.
1: But- I've never blushed because of a chubby ginger before, but first time for everything. That's I will a- tell you this: yes, if you if you're looking for an interesting guest. You have to you have to talk to Frank Stevens who is the contributing editor for the Influencer magazine. Okay. This guy's got some stories. He's been around for a while. He knows everybody. Mm-hmm. He used to be a very popular photographer. Okay. So he could tell you some stories. I I'm not trying to plug the influencer but <laughs> he'd make an interesting guest for you.
0: Yeah, oh, absolutely. I love talking to As much as I enjoy talking to uh, performers, I love talking to the creatives in different parts of the adult world. I I find it fascinating.
1: Well, you know, if you ever want to connect with any of our models, let me know. Yeah. Because I will definitely recommend that they get on your show. Oh, I appreciate that very much, very much. So You got
0: it. This has been an absolute pleasure, my friend. For me,
1: too. For me, too.
0: It's been a delight to get to know you over the past few months, and uh, I can't wait to see what you have going on. But before I let you go, can you please tell everybody where they could find you online and on social media?
1: Sure. Well, the website is fangear.vip or gfemodelservices.com. If you're a customer looking for a product, fangear.vip. If you're a model looking to get on our system, gfemodelservices.com. As far as our social media is concerned, it's simple. On Instagram, we're FanGear VIP. That's it. Nice.
0: Very easy and uh more people need to be following these accounts. I agree. Yes, gosh darn it. And <laughs> uh yeah, once again an absolute pleasure uh, can't wait to see your team at conventions coming up and hopefully I get to see you again as well because uh, I, I love the energy you're putting out and uh, I wish you nothing but success and uh, good things moving forward.
1: Dick I really do appreciate the invite and I've absolutely thoroughly enjoyed our time together. I hope to do it again soon. Absolutely. Have a good one.